Hello, pod lovers. Welcome to another See You Next Tuesday Liverpool podcast. Today we'll be discussing the unstoppable, unyielding, unrelenting behemoth that is Liverpool Football Club. 16 Premier League games, 15 victories, 40 goals scored, 46 points taken and one defeat in 55. Unprecedented statistics. The beast shows no signs of abating. I'm back, Princess. How much have you missed and pined for me? Oh, wait. Am I allowed to speak now? Sorry, I thought we were still giving you your Christmas present here. I was under orders not to speak for the first half hour or something while you told while you did your monologue. <laughs> so, Merry Christmas. Like Hope Christmas. you enjoyed it. Because that's the only Thank time you. I'm going to be quiet this week. Yeah, I thought you'd love that. Give me a Christmas present. It doesn't cost anything, you cheap. Hey, that, that was that was hard. Trust me. <laughs> if it wasn't uh, I could switch my mic off, I'd have never managed to go that long. Do the whole world a favour if you switch your mic off, mate. Listen, um, Ooh, unbelievable harsh. statistics. <laughs> that Listen, hurts. mate. Um, Just because it's it, true it, doesn't yeah. mean it doesn't hurt. You'll get over it one day. Um, remarkable statistics, eh? I mean, it's reminiscent of the 80s, to be honest, isn't it? You know, the early 80s, and well, we were just unreal to watch as well. You know, we just dominated the game. You know, the last one in particular was just incredible. Yeah, we... It was a big red machine in the 80s, you're right, and the 90s. And um, it's just going back to the glory days, yeah. It really is. This is what we would. Be, this is what Liverpool fans of a certain age Old are used people, to. You mean? Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. This is what like we've yourself. been used to. And this is what we. Yeah. This is what I was brought up on. Obviously, um, it was domination. before my time, but like you know, oh, I just remember it right. from stories from old people told me. It's like me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me telling you how it used to be. When I say I've been brought up on domination, I mean like Liverpool winning everything, not being chained and beaten wow. up. And stuff. That's that's not the stories <laughs> you normally tell. I've got to say. <laughs> All right, mate. So um, we haven't done a podcast for a few weeks. Thank uh, God for so that. I think yeah. should... <laughs> you miss me. So oh, uh, yeah. I think we should take it. I think we should uh, take this back to the tenth of November and uh, look God. at the, the start. Look at the City game where we uh, prevailed three-one. I think um, I think this was the day we came out of City's shadow. I honestly believe that, and showed the world, and really underlined to Man City that football footballing power has shifted. Well, I can see what you mean, but I think it was already from the start of the season the way City had been struggling. I think it already done it for us, to be honest. But that just that just saying. killed it off mentally yeah. for them, I think. Exactly. That was the, that was the that, moment it killed them. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. And I think this was the t- this was it. Just put the final nail in the coffin for me. Yeah, I think it, it really. You could see it in the players' faces afterwards that they suddenly thought this isn't going to be our year. Might not be our year totally. yet, to be fair, like, but. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you know. Oh, you oh, can't oh. imagine it being City winning it this year. Not the way they're playing. Oh, I. 
Listen, mate, I can't have Brendan Rodgers winning the title. I just can't do that to myself. Oh. <laughs> That's your worst nightmare, isn't it? After he's been sat by us to be replaced by Klopp and then beats us to the title with Leicester. That's just... uh... I I think I moved to somewhere without any internet or cable TV. There's got to be a country. (laughs) Isn't that where you've just spent the last few weeks? Hey, mate, listen. That's a little bit racist as well, that is. I'm just assuming that's why you couldn't do the uh, podcasts. I couldn't do the podcast. I didn't want you anywhere. I wouldn't speak to you for four weeks. Yeah, liar. You would, you would sexting yeah. me every bloody minute. You did say texting and not sexting, didn't you? Well, I was trying to be polite, but it was there was a, yeah, a few elements <laughs> of, you know, I didn't want to say anything, you know, in case your missus yeah. is listening to this one. But is it, is we just, we'll, we'll just leave too? it there. All right. Is this, too, is this your Me Too bit? Yeah, it is. It is. You, you, I need you the hashtag. How do you do a hashtag? Yeah. I don't even know what key that is, hashtag. That shows how much I use Twitter. You should be so lucky getting a Me Too thing going on. <laughs> anyway, uh, the game itself um, was an absolute corker. Um, I really thought it was a great advert for the Premier League. It was two game, two two um, football playing sides going at it, hammer and songs, and... Uh, Thoroughly enjoyable game. And it was and well-deserved win is, as well. Yeah, I thought so. And Klopp schooled Pep mm. and exposed Pep's vulnerabilities and insecurities. I thought it was a it was a, it was a well-earned win. Yeah, it was fully deserved. By far the better side. I, I know it was a long time ago, but the... Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I concur. Um, I, thought, I know it was a long time ago, but the, obviously the major point in t- talking point was the handball by Trent. Prior to Fab scoring yeah. an absolute corker yeah. for us, yeah, but, but uh, he got be... knocked onto his hand by Bernardo Silva's fist punching it. So uh, you know, exactly. if you're gonna give no. a, if you're gonna give a <laughs> surely you have to go back to the original offence and say, well, it was the handball for Bernardo Silva that was the problem. Nobody really. That's not part of the narrative, though. The media narrative, you know. Yeah, that, you that, can't they, moan about VAR if they've got it right, can they? Exactly. What a goal by Fabinho. Oh, go- golly gosh. <sighs> yeah, it just makes you remember why we we're going to miss him then. Well, Think... we haven't been too ba- done yeah. too badly without him. <laughs> yeah, I say that. Like, yeah, yeah but they, we could do with him because you, know, you can only make up for somebody missing, you know, a key player missing for a certain amount of time before you start to notice it. Yeah, I mean, exactly, we did all right yeah. without Alisson, but I wouldn't want to go a full season without him. You know what I mean? That doesn't even bear thinking about, mate. Um, it really doesn't. Um, I mean, yeah, that that kind of as I, as I alluded to earlier, that 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 shift in power, the the, the beginning of that shift, the, the end of that. I mean, that 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 sorry, the shift in power was seriously compounded that day for me. And uh, and we just went on. Uh, we just went to steamroller him, and uh, it was a it was a very very savvy and cute performance. And again, Klopp prevailed once again, and he and he, he out outthought him. Yeah, and the only thing they've got is that is to claim that there might have been a handball. That's it. That's their only recourse because they were battered. 
I, do, I don't believe they have a plan B. Their plan A is very good, but when that doesn't work, they have nothing to... They just keep going with plan A. And I'm surely that it, a manager of this um, mm. gravitas and it, it should Cliff have... never had a plan B either. Shankly never did. You know, Shankly didn't change the way he played mid-game very often either. It's but not always... It, a, you know, your plan A should be to... You know, plan B should be to do plan A better. I can see that. I don't think that's a problem. The problem is your plan A isn't as good as people make out it is. It's to keep the ball. What? That's their plan. It's plan A is to keep the ball and defend by keeping the ball and tripping people if they try and break on them. That's not, you know, that's the problem is their plan A is a crap plan. It only works so long as you can keep getting away with fouls. So he's been found out pretty much, right? So it's this three, four-year itch that he has. Every club he goes to is there for three, four years, gets found out, and then uh, changes clubs. Now, does he stick or does he twist? Pep, I'm talking Ooh, about. Obviously. Well, he's been saying the right things, but... Yeah, I'm not convinced. I mean, when you see him on the sidelines, do you think he looks like a happy bunny? I don't think he does. Certainly didn't this weekend. No. <laughs> Did you see that gif I sent you? Yeah, exactly. And but you watch him and he doesn't it's not the same. It's not the same um he doesn't seem like he's as happy as he was when he first got there, does he? He doesn't seem as animated and as into it. It's because he's not winning anymore. Yeah. He's not winning anymore and that he just he just throws his dummy out and then he moves on. I, I for me that's not the hallmark of a great manager. Oh, well, he's but, never had to face a challenge before in the league, has he? Exactly the cha- his exactly the, his, his his for me he should stay there for another two three seasons and just um, see and if he can win it back. Again. Yeah, yeah, exactly, that's what I'd yeah. like to see him do. You know, and then yeah. you, you can he can put aside all the questions about whether he's got it or not. It's not as if he's gonna. He's, it's not as if he's not gonna have the. Uh, 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 the money to spend and the budget to go out and buy three, four, five players. Exactly. You know, he's paid 20 million a year at City. He's got a handsome salary. It's not as if he's going to move for the money. So stay there and just see, let's see what type of manager you are, you know? Yeah, exactly. See if you can take on the challenge for once instead of just having it all handed to you on a plate. Absolutely, because he's not just going to have the challenge from from us. He's going to have a challenge from a possibly a rejuvenated Man United. Oh, and, not that far. Um, They've still got Ole in charge. <laughs> and um, um, a Leicester team and a Chelsea team that's going to be can hot on his heels as well. Can you see Leicester keeping this up? I know we joke about that. Not because of uh, maybe this season, but what I mean is long term. Brendan, I mean, even when he was at Celtic, his team's gradually got worse. At Liverpool, they gradually got worse you know they start off he's fine but then he starts getting yeah. his hooks into it and it passing for passing sake yeah. has he learned his lesson is I, the question we need to find out well that will ha- we'll find that out next year but yeah, what I'm saying this stays, season I'm talking doesn't about jump ship for the yeah, money he'll stay he's just signed a 10 million a 10 million pound deal mm, he can't not, yeah he but can't if somebody offers him more money this is Brendan Rodgers money's always been this key feature I don't think anybody will offer him more money. I don't think Arsenal will offer him more money. I don't think he's going to go into Arsenal the top club in Spain. Arsenal pay Wenger more. 
Really? Yeah, Wenger was the highest paid person at Arsenal when he was there. Wow, because... He was uh, paid more than the Pep's players. On, uh, Pep, I mean, because, wow. Pep's on 20, um, uh, yeah, but, Marie, Jose's on 15, and, and Rogers is signed for 10, isn't he, for a year? Yeah, they'll pay him. They'll take nothing because they they were paying. Well, I mean, it's a bit different because Wenger had been there years, and you know, it's a long term. But I still think if they wanted him, they they wouldn't hesitate to pay him a huge amount if they really thought he was the right man. I just can't see them wanting him. Not at that. I I think the price would put them off getting him from Leicester rather than uh, paying him. Do you think he'd go though? If they offered him more money, yeah, like a shot. Wow, wow. But this is the point, and back to the original point about Pep. Stay and see, let people see what you're made of. You know, don't duck a challenge. Exactly. This is the first time for after a long, since he started at Barcelona, you have to prove yourself. And that's how long? That's a long, long time. Well, even when he started there, he never really had to prove himself because he had the best team and he had the team and, you know, Madrid were a mess again. Okay, so really then, so what you're saying is this is the first time in his life, in his managerial career, that he's going to have to prove himself. And stay, with stay a proper challenge, yeah. That's what I mean. With it's... a proper challenge, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah, too, yeah. Because wow. he never, I mean, he never got Very one at Bayern, did he? And at Barcelona, Madrid were a mess. Atletico when mo- you know, were as close as anyone to pushing him. Right, yeah. yeah. And Bayern, yeah, exactly, Bayern, he had it all his own way anyway. Yeah, and he never won. He would have walked into the best team in Europe, but made them the best team in Germany. (laughs) It's not the mark of a great manager. So this is the chance to prove he he is one. (laughs) Because he didn't win the European Cup with Bayern, did he? No, nowhere near. Not really. Wow, wow. All right, mate. um, The Crystal Palace game, the two-one winner um, at their ground. That uh, was tough. That one. We made that much harder than it should have been. I, uh, do you know what? I don't think that's fair. I, I think they're just a they're a well organised team and they make every game difficult. Doesn't matter who they're playing against. The only chance you've got is if you is if they get caught chasing. You know, you get an early goal and then they try and they have to chase a game. That's the only chance you've got, and then you can catch them a few times on the break and make it a decent score. Like, but otherwise, we were wasteful. We yeah, they're game. one of those teams. They don't make it easy, and they, you know, they're very well organised. That's one thing you can never complain about with Odgen. Right? Yeah, he's uh, he's he's uh, he makes it difficult. I mean, he's a passionate, guy. he's a hard worker. His and when teams it's, and it's, his teams anyway. always they're, they're well drilled in defensive situations. They know exactly what they're doing. There's no never anybody going. Is he yours or is he mine? That might you know, like you sometimes see with Pep's teams where they don't know who's marking who and can get overrun or things, or a lot of other teams, Eddie Howe's teams or any of those others. You never have that problem with his teams. They know exactly what they're doing and they're very good at it. He drills them well. Mm. I mean, they do loads of work on shape on the training ground. I remember Danny Murphy talking about it, saying it was dead boring. It used to go, you'd just do hours of work on it. And Carragher, I remember complaining when he was at Liverpool that, like, you didn't touch the ball, you just did shape work. But it works. Yeah, it's not as if he got, 
Not yeah. for us, it didn't. No, but it, I mean, at the level he's at, I'm talking about when you've got these lesser players, oh, yeah. it, it, you know, he could, it's it's the similar to them trying harder. You know, when you've got less, you've got weaker players, you have to have that little something to give them a chance to equalise it. He does it by drilling them so well, they they know what they're doing in their sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah, for them type of teams and players, a draw is akin to a win. Yeah, and, and, and if they snatch them, a yeah. win, if they snatch a goal, that's all yeah. well and good, but they're not actually that bothered, yeah. so they can sit back and just absorb pressure. Absolutely. Okay, so that was uh, that was a streaky win, and then we went on to uh, four days later uh, in the Champions League, we uh, drew one-one against uh, Napoli, which it was a dire performance. Oh, that was awful. We, I think we picked it up, um, if I can remember, recollect, for about fifteen minutes in the second half, uh, at the beginning of the second half, and then we just went back into. Stupid mode again. I just not, don't know what it is with Napoli. We they just seem to we can't seem to overwhelm them like we do other teams. It's a similar thing with Man United. It doesn't matter how many times we played them. Uh, you know we never play to our best, and I don't know why. It has to be psychological then. You'd assume was... so, but like you know, it might it might not be. It might be something they're doing well. You know, they might just happen to have the right set of players. Because Koulibaly always seems to step up his game against us. When he's, you know, doesn't he always matter. plays well against Salah. Always. Mm. I mean, there's one or two instances Don't here I... and there will Salah get the beat. I, I tell you what, though, he was lucky not to give away a few penalties that in that game. And it should have been, it could have been booked about 40 times as well. Because every time Salah got the ball, he had his hands around his neck and pulling him back. That's how he that does it. It's def- hands on, uh, and he gets away with uh, it. I, I, I just felt that this for the Koulibaly Salah confrontation this time round. I thought Salah had much had the better of him, but the past meetings, I thought Koulibaly's had the better of him on overall. But that was definitely a penalty this time round with um, in the area when he had his hands all over his neck and he was falling oh. him back and, and he, he did it was, like uh, three times uh, as well i just i mean i don't know what's going on in salah's head because if he'd have gone down there that would have been a penalty that would have gone to adjudication a definite penalty but, for yeah, sure. but the thing is it, He's had so many people telling him he's calling him a diver and all this. So now he stays on his feet and he doesn't get the decisions he deserves. How could he win? This is what I keep saying. They yeah, need to sort this. If a player stays yeah. on his feet, he still should get a penalty if he deserves it. Yeah, but that's a chink in Salah's armour. Not uh, That's a more reflection on Salah. You keep going down. If you've been fouled, keep going down. I mean, that's what VAR is for. Let's not go no, there. I think they should. <laughs> I think the you know the thing is VAR should be saying calling it back and saying give him a penalty. He shouldn't need to go down sure. to get the VAR to look at it. The VAR should be there looking at it anyway. I mean, it was Great. a clear penalty. Now, Why does he need to go down to get a decision? I I just felt he should have gone down to be honest with you, and and then let the referee decide, and then let it go upstairs for adjudication because. I felt he cost us there. I think that was naivety or stupidity on Salah's part. Um, the, the the result puts in a real pickle for Tuesday now. 
against Salzburg. I, I think uh, we're better like that, to be honest. We play at our best when we've got our backs to the wall and we've got to do it. It would have been so much nicer to just send a bunch of kids out there, though. You know, having not to go and send your your strongest team out and trying to get a win in Salzburg. So, um, but hey, as you say, um, when our back's against the wall, we usually come up trumps. Um, three days later, we played Brighton at Anfield. I laughed because I just... <laughs> I just can't understand how we nearly let a two-goal lead, two uh, lead slip in that game. Um, it's the same problem. We get a lead too easy. Start cruising, take a foot off the gas, try and pass it around at the back. And the midfield stopped every time. The same problem is the midfield and the attack start dropping off. Rather than carrying right. on pressing and pushing on and trying to get another goal, you know, and trying to take the ball high up the pitch, they look at it and go, we've got enough goals now, we just need to defend. So they start dropping off. The problem is the defenders are still playing a high line. So when the you know, when you've got the other team's got the ball, we've got a high line, but they've got time and space now to pick a pass. So instead of so the defenders should be saying, we don't need to hold a high line now, they've got time and space to pick a pass, we need to drop. But they're not. It's not being. It's not good communication between them. They either need to carry on pressing, or the defence needs to drop off and stop holding a high line. Okay, so you can do that once, right? You can do it twice, but to keep on doing it is that is that just a coaching issue that, or is that just it's a lack being... of communication on the pitch? It's players lacking experience, I think, because some of I'm quite sure that. A lot of, you know, that they're, they're being told to carry on, keep pressing, don't drop off. But right. it happens. It's a, it's a mental thing. You get scared of losing a result because you, you know, you've got so much pressure on you. So you start dropping off because you think, right, we're just going to hold what we have here. We'll just pass it around. You know, when they start just passing it around and passing it around, nice and easy, just trying to take sting out the game. They're trying to, you know, trying to manage the game out. But it's not reaching, you know, not everyone's doing the same thing. The, the defence is so well drilled at holding a high line that they just hold the high line. It's become automatic, you know. So why doesn't the defence drop then? Because they're so used to it. It's just automatic. They're holding a high line constantly. So they stay with Cause it. Because that's, that's, that's what Because they... it's drilled. And anything else is just alien to them now. Yeah, it's become it's, you know it's become second nature. Why would you want to drop off when you need to hold a high line so they can press? Right. Okay. So you you firmly blame the midfield and for attack the switching up the whole lot. The, you know the people in front they should carry on pushing on, keep pressing, keep holding them up. Don't drop off. Never drop off. There's no so, point to it. It just invites pressure on. And we're not that good so why... at defending from deep areas. We're good at defending okay. because we press. So it's interesting that you, you talk about the forward line not pressing, uh, defending either. Now, is that is that Bobby? Is that Salah not helping out on the right? It's, it's all of what them. Is... What they do is they all just... It's it's just automatic because, you, you know, you don't want... You're so busy worrying about holding on to what you have... The, right. You're no longer taking that risk of stepping forward. Right. Okay. 
And if and your midfield's not stepping forward with you, even if the forwards, when the forwards do step forward, the midfield's not. So there's a gap for them to play it into. So it's an easy it's bypass. So what happens is, first off, the midfield starts dropping off. It's just the way right. it is because they, you know, they're trying to protect the defence. So they drop off, thinking, you know, we won't push on because we leave a gap behind us. Then right. the, the forwards carry on pressing, and then they, you know, when they're trying to press, and the ball just go, gets past dead easily because the midfielder dropped off. They then start thinking, well, there's no point in us pressing because they could just play it through as too easy. So we're just wasting a lot of energy. So we'll just drop off, and we can be ready for a counter instead. It's it, where it, it so you, starts in midfield, definitely. So you, for pretty much, you've got more than half the team not doing their job. Yeah, I mean they're trying to do a different job is the problem rather than the job they're normally doing, and it's you know it it it, it ends up where you you've got them drilled to do one thing, but it's it's a natural reaction when you've got a lead and you've got something to lose, you try and hold on to it. Is this something Klopp can um, manage? The only re- the only time that'll change is when they've got experience and they've you know they get braver from the experience of actually banking it through. If we win a title, you know, if we do manage to hold on and win the league, the confidence gain should improve it. It take you know, it's one of those things that just the the more you win, the more experience you get, the better you get at doing it. You know what I mean? Coping with the pressure of winning next time. Does that not? And also the fact that I think it's telling that there isn't many um, uh, winners in that side. Exactly. Um, there's only that Milner, one thing. That's yeah, there's the only league. Milner. Exactly. And there's only... And and they won... The, obviously, they won the European Cup together last year, but there's no people that have won uh, championships at other clubs who are going in there with uh, any kind of uh, experience either. Hmm. Yeah, it'll just take time. It'll come. Keep going, keep going, and eventually it will start to come where they'll just think there's no point dropping off. No, the problem is we haven't, you know, we could have done with it being punished early. Now we don't want it to get punished because it could end up costing us badly. Like, but if it'd been punished early, they might have twigged on not to do it. You know what I mean? It might have t- are... given them a kick up the ass. Like, yeah, of course, but also coupled with this, uh, I don't know, this naive game management. We also aren't taking chances. We're being very wasteful in front of goal, and that's that's coming to bite us in the bum later on in games. You know, the uh, end of games where yeah. we should have put yeah. chances away. And but, uh, but then even when we have put chances away, we've let it go. <laughs> you know, like um, Salzburg the first time. Good point. Good so point. you know, it's but, just one of those. Unless we learn how to stay, you know, keep on in games and stop dropping off and panicking, yeah. it's going to keep happening. So you just think that's a a thing that will come? Yeah, that's it, why winning come? the first the first league is the hardest. That's why they say you so know, you that's why it is because it's because right. you need to get the experience of winning them to to win them uh, again and again, like you know. So it's more titles than it is games. So, say in 10 games' time, I'm thinking they won't be making this mistake. But you're saying that let them win the title and then next season they won't be making this yeah, mistake. Yeah, they won't right? make it or they shouldn't make it anyway. There's no excuse next season if they've won it once. They should be braver sure. then. 
I honestly thought Adrian's fumble was going to be uh, costly at the end. I could see the headlines when he when he when he fumbled. I, I really could see the headlines. I was just right. I'm not going on the internet. I'm not editing. I'm not putting on a TV. It, it, it a draw is akin to a, a loss for me now. You know because we've set a standard so high. Well, what's that? Uh, third? Is it the third time we haven't won all season? Um, in all competitions, yeah. I'm talking about. It's in the third time we yeah. haven't won, isn't it? So. I think you're right, yeah. Because we what, lost to Napoli mean, the first time, drew with... Um, Man United. Yeah, and then drew with Napoli. That's it, isn't it? Or am I... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did draw with Napoli, yeah. Yeah, so we got, that's it, three times that we haven't won in all competitions. That is ridiculous figures. I mean, this is this is statistics that football teams dream of. And we're, <laughs> we're actioning them. And this is not even, and this is with our B team in the last week as well. I mean, this is insane. This is what a beautiful time to be a Liverpool fan. It's bothering me because they're starting to talk about are they the next Invincibles on the TV and stuff and I don't like that because you know how superstitious I am. I'm just like, please don't say yeah. stuff like that. I know, you're pathetic like that. But oh, yeah, I mean... Terrible. Let's, listen, let's... Uh, that, that, that Invincible talk, give it another 10 games and see what happens. But Well, we'll wait till I, the um... end of the season and if we've... <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough, yeah. Or if we lose, we can then say, you know, if we lose in the league, we can then say, no, we're not invincibles. We're never going to get a better chance to win the Premiership. That's, uh, we can't just... Because the most they can just... get to City, now Manchester City, that is obviously not Leicester City, um, the most Manchester City can get now is 98 points. They've already dropped as many points as they did the entirety of last season. People were texting me saying, oh, uh, Man United fans, we've handed you the title, blah, blah, blah. What? And, all the, uh, and I was like, they weren't a threat before the game. They, uh, for me, it was it was ours to lose. It wasn't City's to win or Leicester's to win. No. This is ours to lose. Well, yeah, exactly right now on this. We've done so well at the start that it has to be. And there's, it's incredible. Going back to the game, it was great to see... Um, Virgil scored two-headed goals. I mean, this is just tantamount. I mean, just this testament to... Which game are we talking about uh, now? Well, we were on... Oh, uh, the Brighton game. Brighton, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Oh, I forgot so which Brighton one we were on. Brighton game, yeah. Yeah, and um, it's it's testament to how well we're playing. The goals are coming from all over the place. I think it's 16th or 17th different score. Yeah, even the reserves. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, since Shaq's... Since Shakiri's changed his hairstyle, I'm telling you, he's become a better footballer. That's all I'm saying. I'm not so sure I like it, though. It looks like a hair piece, doesn't it? I think it looks good. Yeah, well, I've seen good. your hair, so. At least I got some. <laughs> Mine's by choice, though. I'd just like to point that out. Unlike your comb over. <laughs> I haven't got a comb over, actually. I've got a good head of hair. I assumed it. I just assumed it was. I just seen the state of it. It didn't look real. <laughs> That's because I just climbed out of bed that more that day uh, that second. I think about ten minutes before I came over to York. Anyway, back to Shakiri's yeah. hair. No, 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 no. <laughs> back to uh, 
Back to uh, yeah, different sc- people scoring and uh, Virgil scoring two goals from a uh, from corners. Yeah, it's good to see him. It's score. great to see. Absolutely, because uh, and I love the fact that everybody's scoring. That just for me that, that that proves there's a team ethic, there's a bond. People are passing to each other, you know, and well, love to see that. Yeah, the, the, half the problem's been though. The reason why we're not scored enough is. You know, that has been the passes at the, at the moment when they should have been shooting. There's a lot of the problems being that why we have why we've been a bit wasteful. So, but as long as we're winning, it doesn't bloody matter, does it? You know, honestly, pal, I think that um, that is definitely true. What you say since um, Mane's meltdown uh, with Salah, they've obviously started passing a lot more. And it has been to the detriment of the uh, the goal scored because they've. I was going to swear. They've, well, not in every game. It hasn't. It hasn't. De- it hasn't been much of a problem in some games. There's some games because they should have been. They they they, they should have been shooting instead of passing. Mm. And it was easier to easier easier to shoot, more natural to shoot than to pass. And they've messed up the pass. Yeah, exactly. That'll. Teams go through phases like this, and the important thing is to keep grinding out the results anyway, and we have done, so. Yeah, I can't argue with that, mate. All right, next on the uh, the, dar- uh, the derby, the 5-2. Uh, it's a bit close, that one. I was a bit disappointed we let them have two, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> I was absolutely livid when Richardson and Keane scored, honestly. I just thought, they're an absolute shambles. How can you let this team score two goals? Oh, no, that's I mean, embarrassing. Really? I mean, if Michael Keane will never do anything more noteworthy than score that goal at Anfield again. Do, I, mean, I honestly, honestly, was, you know, when I, I he fouled someone, I can't remember who, and I thought the re- the ref starts reaching for his pocket, and I was there going, no, don't send him off, don't send him off. He's the worst yeah. player on the pitch. It's like us having 12 men having him on their side. Please don't send him off. And how did he repay me? He goes and scores. Miserable guess. Unbelievable. That's just not right. But, but what a performance. I mean, that was the B team, let's face it. That was, what, seven changes? Yeah, but he made seven changes for the next one as well. That's the thing; he's got them to this a squad that works as a team, no matter what they, you know, no matter what system he puts out. He's got them well drilled now, similar to like I was saying about Crystal Palace. They're well drilled and they know what they're doing, so you can just throw out any eleven pretty much. Mate, I want to get. I want to. That's. Ex- I want to make that point later on. Um, I've got um, the result. That result was never in doubt, right? But that should have been. I mean, it wasn't. I was. I was going to say it was harder than it should have been. I mean, it really wasn't even at work. That, that when Richardson scored, it wasn't. It was not even a chance I'd get back in the game. But when I first saw that lineup, I thought. I mean, I texted you saying, "Yeah, what the I've still got the text." <laughs> it yeah. gives me a good giggle every but, so often. Yeah, I mean. Uh, when I saw that lineup, I just thought, "Is he taking Everton lightly again?" And I thought, "Yeah, he is." <laughs> um, but I, I, I just, you know, I, I just I've don't get is... why people were saying, you know, saying things like that. Because I had quite a few texts of a similar nature, which is why I kept them all for a good laugh. Yeah. But yeah. I just looked at it and I thought, most of you 
I, I can't remember whether you were one of them, but most of you have been complaining about all of these players not playing well. And then he put, pulls them out of the side and you're all complaining yeah. that, he's <laughs> that he's taking it lightly. I mean, he can't win. Mate, what I've realised is questioning Klopp just makes you look stupid. I mean... To be fair, you don't need to question Klopp to look stupid. You can do that all on your own. He sees those players day in and day out in training. And he clearly knows what he's doing by now. So I know, it's hard to um, believe the manager I mean, whose team's top of the league by eight points could know what he's doing. But apparently he does. I mean, who would have thought it? And European champions. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, what does he know? Mate, to a man... They were outstanding. Uh, but Divi, Shaq, Genie and Trent and Mane were like absolute Trojans. I mean, Shakiri's just become... Uh, he's a different player. He looks like a different player physically. He's psychologically, he's tracking back, helping Trent snuff out the threat of uh, Dinier. If you're um, an Everton player, you play. must have gone, though, when, Div- when you've seen the team lined up, you must have thought, oh, this will be nice. And, he, you know, this will get... We've got a chance here. And then you, re- you know, as you're reading down, and then you see Divock Origi, and you probably thought, oh, he... no, because he always does well against them. Mate, Jordan Pickford won't be sending Divi a Christmas card this year or any other. That is, the, the guy to is To be fair, so he's crap, maligned, Pickford. Right? Yeah, but, but Divi he doesn't, is so He maligned, does help. But... Yeah, he does help. He, he does help his court. Yeah, yeah. but the, the, but the, Divi gets rubbish by some of the fan base at Liverpool. But is there a better reserve striker in the Premiership? I'm not I saying this with my red dog. No, mate. Honestly, no, he's really good. No, I agree. I think he's a quality player, and I don't understand why people are on his back. I think I told you before. My mate out. He used to be bloke out here. Was a coach at uh, run the youth academy for one of the teams out here until they merged with another one. So he he was running, right. he's from Belgium, like, and he's worked, you know, right. he's done coaching with the national side and all that, like, and he reckons the okay. league is the best talent they got. But, like, this was a couple of years ago. He was saying that Rigi's class wow. apart. You know, he's better than any of their other strikers by a mile. You know? Not as good as Benteke, though. But listen, um, I'm, not, I'm not saying this with my red goggles on, but is Jesus much better than Divi? I, don't I would, so. no, I'd take Origi over Jesus any time. I'm not a big fan of Jesus, to be fair. He has good games. He has like the odd good game where he's, but I wouldn't want. No, him. Has, I wouldn't has. take him in my yeah. team. Oh, you know, if somebody he's said, to, "Would you buy him now?" Not on a slight. I wouldn't go near him. He has an attitude for me. Throws the toys hey, out the pram Jesus. and doesn't try. Jesus can be unplayable sometimes, but so can Divi. You know, so, I mean, yeah, he's just got the right Pickford. attitude. Exactly. I mean, they must hate the sight of that guy. I mean, he took his two goals. They were world-class finishes that he made to look easy. Yeah, two-touch to bang. Easy. Exactly. You can't ask for more. You And, he, and Jesus misses some absolute sitters. And I, I'm just, I'm just, uh, uh, what I'm doing is I'm comparing two benched Strikers, and I think Jesus and Divi are the best of the, uh, the lot in the Premiership on the bench. So that's why I'm uh, uh, exemplifying Jesus. I was trying to think but, of any others. Oh, 
Uh, yeah, I can't, to be honest. Um, no, I mean, United... compare. No. Exactly, yeah, I mean... I mean, Glenn uh, Murray's passed it. Uh, yeah, Chelsea strikers, who they got? They've got they're more, they're, uh, Giroud, Pulisic is a winger, and uh, Willian's a winger. Arsenal, who have you got? You've got Lacazette, really, I suppose. Yeah, or, but he's not a bench in, striker, in the... is he? He's first choice, as is Aubameyang. Yeah, 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 the two... exactly, yeah, the so only one maybe is Iheanacho, because he's normally on the bench. But... Yeah, but I don't rate Iheanacho. No, he's, he's had one good game today, and that's probably it, like, in his career. Yeah, and there's, and there's uh, a school of thoughts say he didn't even score that goal. It came off the... Uh, the... I think, I think it caught his knee as well. But like, yeah, he didn't exactly... Oh, when I say anyway. played well, I don't, I'm not convinced he was that good, but yeah. Yeah, so what I'm saying is I think Divi is as good as Jesus. And I think that... And I'm not saying that lightly. I'm not saying that again with my red goggles on. I just think the guy is... I think he's... We're, we're lucky to have it. And he's happy to sit... Not happy, but he, he doesn't cause any problems. He's on the bench and he does a job for you when he comes on. I think we're super lucky to have him. Um, again, Shaq was tracking back, helping Trent again um, uh, snuff out Dinier. Um Again, if Shaq, if Shaq could play like this week in, week to out... To be fair, I think, Din- it's, I think Dinier spent most of his time be, trying to shut out Trent rather than the other way round. But did Shaq, did, well, Shaq was tracking back and helping. Yeah, when he had to, yeah. There wasn't much need for him to be... Honest, it wasn't a, it was a bit one-sided overall that game. I think Everton just didn't look like Everton just didn't look like they had, they were even in it at all. You know, like they even wanted to win it. There was no passion. There was no um, fight. There was no. There was no. I mean, Richarlison had given up by the time the kick off had been taken. He decided he was just gonna if he wasn't gonna get a free kick, he wasn't interested, was he? That was all he was doing. Yeah. I just think they realised they were they were against uh, they were up against a wall that they couldn't yeah their heads dropped yeah they couldn't have it I mean and let's let's be fair Genie was world class in that game he was like unbelievable I mean he was poor for fifteen minutes he looks he uh, he didn't do much for me but then after fifteen minutes he he must somebody turned the on switch on and he just became this like world class it was a world class performance worldy performance for me. It was, and he was playing as a box to box. Yeah, it's probably the best he's played. God, it was it was unbelievable, unbelievable. And then um, Trent and Sadio were just doing what Trent and Sadio do. It was it was just beautiful to watch. And Robbo played well as well. Yeah, I'm. It's it's it perplexes me how he can just pull out performance after performance and he's not being rested. He's not, you know, and it's just, uh, it it bewilders me how he does it. How good is this guy? Because when he first came, I was like, I mean, to say that I was um, dubious is an understatement. Good coaching's improved him, to be fair. I mean, you can see he's, he's come on leaps and bounds since he's been with us. He's a much better player than he was. Yeah, I think that um, you could say that for most of them, to be honest. I mean, True. who hasn't he improved? I mean, I think he's improved Fabinho. I think he's improved... Um, and I mean, Fabinho was good before he got here, but he has improved him. 
um, there's not many that he hasn't improved. Lovren's been playing well as well for all the stick he gets. And I know people are still for giving him stick. stick. I don't get it. I think he's been playing well. I don't get why he's still getting stick. People keep saying, yeah, but he makes a mistake. Every player makes a mistake. You just It's just that when it's Lovren, he gets hammered because you know, he makes one mistake a game and he gets hammered. Even if he does 20 save, you know, goal-saving tackles, he'll get hammered for one little mistake he'll make. Whereas the player in front, you know, the midfielders can give the ball away 40 times... And nobody caught back right. to an eyelid. He gives the ball away once and he's hammers, you know what I mean? It's it's just the people have got it decided he's crap, so they won't let it you know, they won't let him off with it. Because he because he hasn't got the pace of uh uh Virgil or Gomez, I think people are using that as a stick to beat him. And with. the problem his is Matty turned it around as well. And so people have fell in love because he looks like he, he's smooth and he's and he's played so well. And Gomez had been doing so well before. He's kind of, you know, everyone's expecting him to play like those two did. And he's not the same type of player. No, I think Lovren's renaissance started in the uh, Man City game, 3-1 win. He was magnificent. He was putting his body on the line, blocking everything. I mean, I remember one shot by Sterling when Sterling took it across the penalty area and he shot. And not once, but twice, Lovren diverted. Uh, I mean, he, he blocked the ball. It was insane. I mean, it's we're top of the league and we're playing really, really well. And I think people just need to pick holes, really. And yeah. when there's no holes to be picked. Yeah, sometimes you're just going to say, let's just keep going and hope, you know, and leave it as it is. And then Klopp makes seven I mean, changes and we just play even better. I mean, you know. Exactly, yes. Yeah, what yes, does so it matter? Exactly, but ideally, right, in, a, in an ideal world, we'd probably like Matip there and we'll go back to our, uh, so we don't concede many goals and we keep clean sheets, but it isn't an ideal world. I mean, people have injuries. Um, you, uh, City have Laporte out, well, I was going to say... Um, it only needs him because so he's the only defender back. they've got in the squad. Exactly. They have they have Laporte out. Uh, United have Bailey out. They have, you know, people uh, people get injured, you know, and um, it's just part of football. But you can't have 11 guys playing week in, week out. It needs, it needs rotation. And we're still top of the league and we're eight points ahead, like you say. Yeah. And... It's now People we've got to hold on to it, though. Club World Cup and all that, like, coming up. Yeah, maybe Lovren is the fourth-choice defender, but, yeah, maybe he isn't sexy, and maybe he isn't um, a Rolls-Royce of a player. But you know what? We're winning with, with him in the team. He's got to be doing something, right? Yeah, exactly, and he only came off because he had a twinge, not because like people were trying to make out it was a tactical switch, just because they wanted to have a dig at Lovden, and it clearly wasn't. He, he went off holding his leg and saying, uh, you know, he went off, he was making gestures that he's pulled something, you know, that something was wrong, and then they made the change, and people still make up this nonsense about it being a tactical switch, just because it's Lovren, and they've decided he's, you know, he's a target. And it suits their narrative. But what I'm saying is, is I don't think Klopp would made a change after 30, 35 minutes, uh, a tactical switch. If he was, I mean, it's not as if he was getting, we, he was getting torn apart like he was against Harry Kane at, uh, 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 against Spurs. No, he's doing ago. well. 
that's the thing. It was that was a one off. That was a, you know, that was a man who's in a lot of pain mentally, and it just yeah, he was... couldn't get his head around the game. All oh, these things happen. You can't all, you know, no one can play well a, every that day. Was, that was off the field for sure. That was off mm. the field problems creeping into onto the field. So as you say, that was uh, that was an anomaly. That wasn't. That's not going to happen again. Uh, all right, mate. Uh, Especially yeah, now he's got uh, his busy buddy there. <laughs> he seems happy, doesn't he? And now he, and now <laughs> Salah and Mane. Salah, now that Salah and Mane not that friendly, he's even more be, uh, uh, besties. With, uh, and he's in the Salah. team too. That's it's it. brilliant for him, isn't it? Yes, he's in the team as well. I oh, reckon it right. couldn't have gone any better for him. If he'd have planned <laughs> that, it couldn't have gone any better. Right. So, he, can you imagine him saying, Salah, don't pass the money, don't pass the money, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't they fall out. I'll be in yeah, here. Yeah, and I, I, me and you will be best friends for life. <laughs> I bet his missus was go, oh, are you texting him again? Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Right, Bournemouth, mate. Um, oh, what can you say about that? That was one of the most one-sided games I've seen in a long time. That was... Uh, the most startling thing is we didn't score six, seven or eight. And it, and it was nothing to do with Bournemouth that we didn't because we couldn't turn it at a counter. It was just too easy. Mate... I know they had nine players missing, but I'm not sure they were all first team players. And oh, we both, we had. I'm not being funny, but they've been playing crap too. anyway. It's nothing to do with having players yeah. injured. They, it's, Eddie Howe can't organise a defence. I've said it time and time again. He's not a particularly special manager. He's been heavily backed with money. That's why Bournemouth got up the, you know, got into the Premier League and have survived. It's nothing to do with Howe being special at all. He's not had to do anything special. He's had. Players got a law thrown at him, and he, you know, when he he's not getting the best out of them. I don't understand do why his name did... ever comes up when big jobs come to mind. He's just another Unai Emery or or Marco Silva, you do know. You, do you think he's at his his level there at Bournemouth? Oh yeah, well, I think he's actually above his level to be honest. But he's you know, for Tony and what to expect. <laughs> but like he do went up north that, and he um... struggled. He didn't like it. So we went back to Bournemouth. It's the only place he can succeed. It's just, it's just that one set of circumstances. It suits him because they love him there rather than because yeah. he's particularly special. You know, he's just got the right fit around him. Yeah, he, he seems a bit, and I'm not just saying this, he seems a bit blah. You know, I I, I, I wouldn't want him anywhere near Liverpool. I, I don't think he's suited to the top four. I don't think he'll get Arsenal... I don't particularly even think he'll get the Everton job. I just think he's a bit vanilla to, for me. He doesn't. There's nothing about him that is. I'm not saying he's a bad. Probably get an England job or like, something. Probably, yeah. Because they Barcelona, go for the crap, but... don't they? Failed managers, perfect. Let's get another Southgate, and then they'll claim he's brilliant because he plays against crap teams and wins. I mean, for God's sake, when do, when do England England ever learn? You've gone quiet. Oh, you've gone very quiet. Don't tell me you've gone. 
Oh, hey. So that's the okay. end of. Oh, no. Now I got my hopes up then. <laughs> oh. That was a short, uncomfortable interlude. I enjoyed it. Oh, I thought you'd gone then. I got my hopes up. I was just about to wrap up. <laughs> I bet the I bet the mother of your child hoped you did all them years ago. <laughs> oh, oh, probably. <laughs> anyway, where were we? Anyhow, so I had, you were saying uh, we were saying he's at his uh, his level, and I was saying he's a little bit vanilla. Seems like a nice guy, but uh, wouldn't want him anywhere near Liverpool. Yeah, not a good we, um, we did score two after Ake went off, though, but I still think we would have won that game had he been on the pitch. Well, with Ake, he's crap. I don't understand the big deal. He's, he can't defend. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I think we'd have probably scored four if he'd have been on the pitch, <laughs> rather than maybe, two. Made, yeah, maybe. We, uh, we made seven changes from the Derby game uh, against uh, Everton, but it seems even wholesale rotation can't stop the red juggernaut. Seems to help, if anything. We'd be looking yeah. better. I mean, who's your daughter? It's taken him 15 games to realise he should be... Rafa had it right all along. Exactly. Mate, Salah was irrepressible uh, and nearly back to his glorious best. I thought he had a great game. To be honest, it's hard to pick out who didn't have a great game. I, do, I thought Salah was a was a pain in the ass all game. I mean, it was like he was playing, at, at, I don't know, on a Sunday in the playground or something with his kids yeah, even, in, in I, the back of the back garden or something. It was he was that good. I've got to say, once Gomez moved inside, he looked better. But at right back, he could have been a weak link because he was struggling there. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Because when Gomez went to a centre back, he. he Showcased his talents. He played much better, but right back, you're right. He's uh, he gets caught in. You know, he's not aware. He doesn't track runs. He's, he's he just doesn't suit him. He doesn't get full. You know, he's not aggressive going forwards either. He's he hasn't. He, he gets he hasn't caught in between two stalls all the time. Whether he should stay back or go forward and that. And he gets caught in between two positions as well. Yeah. I think. I he don't just think does, I don't think he's got the confidence in his ability as well that he should have because he's got the ability to play the crosses. When he did get a chance, he put in a really good ball at one point, but nobody attacked yeah. it because everyone seemed to be thinking, "Oh, it's only Gomez. He's not going to put a tread type <laughs> ball in, is he?" And then he plays a really good yeah. ball in, and they must have been standing out and gone. He was that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I remember the ball he put in it. Uh... Nobody attacked it, you're right. Um, let's talk about Cater. Um, I think the whole Liverpool fan base is waiting for this guy to kick on. Um, hopefully this game lays the foundation for, for him to do so. Certainly he, um, better, but I don't think it was as good as some people are making out. No, nah, he was economical with the ball. He was tidy. He looked to play it forward. Well, when he yeah. wasn't just passing it straight back to yeah. whoever gave it to yeah. him, you mean that was exactly. getting a, it worked. It, you know, once or twice that's all right. As a you know, when you when you got somebody pressing you, you play it back and then move and you can get into space. You know, and it can take somebody out of the game. But he was doing it when there was nobody anywhere near him. You're thinking, just turn and take the ball I think, forward. I think he wasn't the world beater that everybody thought he was this game. But I think he was. This was a confident. Oh, yeah, him. it's he just a then. Because he he don't want to he doesn't want to he, he probably didn't want to 
take too many risks, so he probably won't get back in the team for another six months. So he, pro- he, he probably played it safe. It was a nice little confidence booster for him scoring a goal. He played some... Um, I mean, people saying saying... I think he got 95% pass completion. But he passed it two yards to his teammates most yeah. of the time, you know? But yeah, I've so got no problem. I'm, I'm like, it's just a settling in game for him. So I've got no problem with him not before, you know, not having a sterling game and just sitting in there and playing it safe. I've got no problem with that for your first game in the team. It's like when Curtis Jones came on. I didn't care. He That's didn't like. He didn't do anything special or anything. Who cares? That's not what he's there for. He's there to just get a feel of the game, and that's it. That's all he needed to do. Just play it nice and simple, and you know. Feel like you know, start to feel like you're part of the squad. Like, yeah, but we've got to we've got to say as well that um, with Cater and Jones, and I'm not trying to. Uh, I mean, I thought they, I thought Curtis Jones played it simple and lovely, and I, I it was a massive uh, uh, deal for him, and it was good for his confidence. But they weren't pressing Bournemouth at all. They were just letting us have the ball. No one was pressing. They'd us. given up so, Bournemouth to be fair by exactly. that point. So. Perfect so, time to bring on Jones. Yeah, I'd have thought he'd have bought on uh, Elliot as well, to be honest. I'd have thought Rather he'd given Shaq, them both a little chases. I know, just bought at 3-0, five minutes to go. I would have thought, no, no, just give him a taste of the Premiership. Yeah, when he brought on you Shaq know? right at the end. Because he couldn't. Cause That's he, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he only yeah. had two substitutes yeah. left, remember? Because he had to bring on uh, Trent for early Lovren, on for yeah. Gomez. Uh, not Gomez, for um, Lovren. And move Gomez yeah, over. So he only yeah. had two substitutions left, and he brought on Jones for one of them. And yeah. I agree. I thought then, but then Shakiri deserved the reward for having played well in against Everton. I thought so. You know, you. Mate, and it when keeps, keeps Elliot hungry as well. And then when you're chasing a title, mate, there's no room either. I mean, you can't. You just gotta. You've got to think tunnel vision. You've got to think three points and the title charge, you know? I don't think it would have mattered who we brought on for that respect. He could have brought on me and you in the two those two substitutions and that. Bournemouth weren't going to come back into it. Mate, if he'd have brought on you and I for the last 10 minutes, we'd have scored. I, I think we probably could have. That's how bad Bournemouth were. You, you'd, have, you'd have sat on their players and you'd have flattened them and I'd have just scored. You know, I'd have just. Uh, you've I'd seen me. At least. I'd have done something. You've seen me play, so you haven't seen me play. So <laughs> you, you'd, I'd have just probably. Hit, I'd have probably ended up with a red card after kicking somebody up in the air. No, <laughs> yeah, because they gone past you and you just rugby tackled them. Right. But yeah, they um, wouldn't have got. They wouldn't have got past me. Trust me, because they'd have been up in the air before that. I played like Sunes oh, did, yeah. <laughs> except you can't no, do that these no. days. Nobody's going. Nothing's getting past that girthy stomach. No, is. nothing's getting past. It goes. It just. I just forget. You know, when the ball's there, you don't see there's a player in the way. There might be three players in the way, but I'll just go through them. <laughs> Get back to uh, Cater, mate. And also, I like, I, I, you know, I think he. It's a good uh, confidence booster for him. Myself, springboard. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Hopefully, and, it'll be a springboard. I mean, he in Germany, I tracked his career quite a bit, and he wasn't injured much in Germany. He seemed to, it, like, he's getting little niggling injuries now. And, um, 
also mitigate. He's got mitigating circumstances. It's a new country, new language, new culture, new food, new teammates. That's got a lot to do with it. You know, Henri wasn't. Henri was absolute rubbish when he first came to Arsenal for yeah, a was, season until he got that moved for to the striker position. Exactly. Yeah, because they played him left wing at the start, didn't they? Yeah, because he was he, what he came in as a winger. He yeah. was a crap yeah. left winger yeah, yeah. before, and then he joined yeah. them, and he became one of the greatest strikers I've ever seen. It's just hard to believe because he couldn't do a thing on the wing. He was awful. Yeah, let's hope we're talking about Cater in the same uh, uh, in the same uh, uh, breath. He uh, needs to year. stay fit, so that has the first thing. Obviously, it's a different level sure. of fitness required in England. It's a lot yeah. more helter skelter, uh, harem scarem in it. The matches, you know, there's there's no rest in the Bundesliga. You can tend to have a twenty minute stroll around to re- to get your breath back if you need it. Yeah, you yeah. just don't get that and, in England, and especially in the Klopp side as well. He won't let you oh, rest. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Listen, talk to me about um, what do you make of the Ox situation? He's scoring, but I don't think he's back to his explosive best yet. Before. Pre, although he is, he's getting amongst the goals and he's getting some minutes, uh, uh, playing time, etc. Takes time to get right back to your best, but yeah, you're. I, I'm with you on that. I think he isn't playing at his best, but I'll take him scoring goals and not playing well any time. Yeah, I think that his goal scoring is masking his performances, and do you think that's completely just down to the injury and that time? He's- yeah, he just needs time to get back to his best. That's all. Yeah, because we're all weeks. willing. Yeah, we're all uh, so keen for Ox to play well because he's such a he's such an ingre- he's such a great ambassador for this football club. All you're doing he's... is yeah, you're looking at him and you're just saying get him some minutes on the pitch to get his you know to get yeah. it back to his yeah. best because it'll take him months. It will take months at least. Yeah. Well, I've got my fingers crossed for him because I, I I I honestly I. If he became captain tomorrow, I'd be more than happy. I think he's, as I said, I think he's an absolute, he's a wonderful ambassador for the football club. And in his, the way he carries himself, the way he portrays himself, the way he interviews, he's just loving the bits, mate. Yeah, can't I, I love him all, to be honest with you. And yeah. mate, listen, I know this has been a, it truly has been a, a utopian season thus far. But you know what? My only worry is Trent. I know that sounds stupid when I say that, but um, before we came on, we looked pretty... It, it, it was turgid stuff, right? And I'm not saying we wouldn't have gone on to win the game, but Trent came on, we look a different team. And for me, I know there's a lot of, been, a lot of talk on the site lately about who's the most important player, and I think you've said that um, they're all important, etc. But for me... This guy is uh, the most important person for me, in my opinion. Um, what he gives us, we lose those. Inc- what if he gets injured, right? We lose those incredible stats from the right side. And not just that, what would we and do without a scouser in the team? A scouser in the exactly. team. Exactly. Alexander you know, Arnold, he's the scouser in the team. <laughs> Love it. But I. I I, I just don't know what we'd do without his his output. I mean, once that, I mean, it just it was a massive difference when he came on. I mean, what do we do? I mean, I'd seriously advocate going out and buying somebody or loaning somebody in January to 
just to just, I mean, who else is there to come in for him? Gomez, like we just Mane, uh, he played brilliantly at right back <laughs> when he was flying back, making those tackles. Maybe he's got a future as a flying right winger. Maybe he has, but right we wing need, back even. Right wing back, but we need somebody. I honestly really do believe we need somebody to cover Trent, not just for uh, yeah, him and Robertson. I think left with the wing, the yeah. fullbacks. We haven't really got anyone that stands out. I'd hope that there's somebody in the you know in the youth team that because like Lulucci was talking about in the summer was the reason why yeah. we didn't you know was the reason why they were all looking at him and saying this kid might be the you know bite negators needing to buy someone. Now it doesn't seem yeah. like he's quite kicked yeah, off. He's been injured. He, he's been injured. Ah, so he's coming back from injury as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not as if that he hasn't... It, it, there's there's reasons why he hasn't kicked on. It's because he's had an injury. But there's Gallagher as well. I don't know much about Gallagher. I mean, I've not heard much about him, to be honest. So. Okay, fair enough. I'm, so, I'm going on. I know they were really excited about LaRucci in the summer. Excited gotcha, enough gotcha. that they decided to pull out a, you know, trying to, you know, really forcing the forcing a look at somebody, and just said no, we'll, we'll stand pat because we can cope. Yeah, for me, Milner's not the answer at left back because he oh, definitely gets, not. Uh, he'll get roasted by a, a very good, uh, even a good winger. Uh, it's um, not so much that I worry about. It's his tendency to just play a blind pass inside that bothers me from the left. When he's on the right, he right. doesn't do it because he's comfortable. He can go outside, but when he's on the left, right. he can't go out he outside. He tends to cut back, and then he just plays a blind pass inside. And we've had quite a few times where that's been picked off, and it cost us against. Um, what was the game where they was it Salzburg? No, it was. No, it was the the cup. Wasn't it? It was Arsenal. the League Cup. It was either Villa or Arsenal. I can't remember which one. He it's, cost us goals by doing that. Playing it inside be, uh, and they latched on and scored it. I can't remember which one it was. But one of them two it games. Can't be, it can't be Villa because we're playing them. <laughs> oh, yeah. It has to be uh, Arsenal. Yeah, 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 it was the other one. We played two anyway, didn't we? We played two League Cup games. One yeah. of them he played at left back and played a couple of blind passes inside and one of them got cut up and, and that was how they scored. Must have been Arsenal then. Must have been. Yes, and him playing left back negates our it, it, it lessens our threat uh, from a flying fullback that is putting in crosses as well. So he does do a fair job, though. I mean, he's not like it's just that he has this ten. You know, for me, that's the the only reason that bothers me is because of that tendency to just play a blind pass inside without looking, and it he does it too often, and it can you know it leads to a problem. I understand, mate. So, but my real concern is cover um, for Trent. And, yeah, I uh, can see that. But I would again. I would, I'm not too. You know, like if it's it depends on what it is. If it's just like a couple of games, we can cope. But if it's you know, if he was out for the rest of the season, we're in trouble. Yeah, but we. Don't, I mean, how? I mean, we don't know. God forbid, he next game he he goes out and does his. Lig- uh, his his ligaments. He's out for the season. Whatever. Oh, Who are we going to have? We need some. We need somebody to. We need somebody to cover him. So, I mean, let's talk about the January transfer window. Do you think that will happen? Do you think that we'll buy out? I, I, I don't know. Maybe get one player that can cover left and right. 
wing back. If somebody is was available, if somebody's available, I think we would, yeah. But I just don't see who's going to come available in January that's going to be good enough to make it work, make it any better. Clearly, we're not going to buy for just for buying sake. That's not Klopp's no. mo. But you think that he knows that he needs cover for left and right? Yeah, because he was that. That was the thing he was looking at it, and then I mean, one of the things was the lad we bought, Sepp Van Berg, was supposed to be able to cover one of the fullback positions. Right. Uh is another one, supposed to be able to cover one of the fullback positions and that. Um you know, and he's thinking Milner and him can cover it. So it's not an emergency emergency. So long I as don't Trent think so. and Robert don't get a if they get a season ending injury, there's not a lot you can do. Yeah. I don't think Hoover is especially Great at right back. I think he's much of a much, just like uh, um, uh, Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they're both yeah. centre halves by trade. So. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it's quite. I'm surprised that he hasn't fixed that issue. To be honest with you, because it could become a problem. And I hope it doesn't. Um, talking about the January transfer window, window. Um, I, as Klopp said the other day that there might be a situation, a scenario where Brewster goes out on loan. Yeah, I think he's very likely to. Because he wants to he wants to play football. He's not happy being left out. It, that, that's a very interesting uh, situation there because I know he was much heralded um, at the start of the season. Now, is it the fact that he can't, clearly he cannot um, uh uh, shift the front three. Let's just that when he's been called up, when he's been called upon. You've seen when he's played like for the you know for the in the league cup. He's just not. He's he not been able to. You know he's not he set the place alight at all. As he? he's not looked no, like he he's hasn't. ready. And he clearly no, he isn't. Hasn't. And that was my question: Is it the fact that he's not playing regularly, so he can't showcase his talents, or he, is it he's he, not? He it, does need. Not. Yeah, he just needs game time. And that's what yeah. he, you know. That's he's not going to improve sitting on, you know, sitting and watching in the stands is the problem. He needs to play, right. find his feet, and you know, in full-grown football, like so to speak, adult football, he needs to be playing. He could go out to a so, Bundesliga site. There's quite a few that want to buy him actually, but Crystal Palace have put, in a, you know, are interested in loaning him. So. And Villa are interested in loaning him as well, aren't they? Because uh, they've only got Wesley. Front yeah, but so. Villa, as he's the problem with Villa is he might be in the same position. And they the only play one up top. Well. Yeah, they only play one up yeah. top. He's not. Is he going to? You know, he's not going to be able to bash people around like Wesley does. And okay, he might be a better finisher than Wesley, but you know their system's built around having a someone up front who can hold up the ball and Bruce is not really capable of doing that. I honestly could see him replacing AU at Crystal Exactly. Palace. Exactly. He'd fit yeah. in there because they don't yeah. need him to bash yeah. people around. He, he just, it's more of a pressing ro- role that he plays. That would be a really good club for him actually to see mm. what he's made of. And, uh, and you think then where will we go? In order to um, what will happen? I mean, we, we we'll have to replace him, or do we 
replace him because he's not know. getting a game. At the exactly. We do we need to replace him? The only reason we need him is for the League Cup, and that's you know, there's only a few more games. One at a uh, minimum, so we yeah, may well, not even. Maximum, um, so. Yeah, it's only going to be, and you know, you're not going to need him at uh, league in, level unless people get injured. In which case, well, we've already shown we can swap things around and cope without them. So, yeah, so there needs to be at least, God forbid, again, two or three forward injuries before he needs three plays in the league. Exactly, and, there's um, just nothing for him, is there really? So, what do you do? We, do you replace a player that's not playing? I don't think we will. No, it's. I just can't see it. I really can't. I think he'll just go out on loan, and it's just whether he's. I just wonder if he's got the uh, right attitude to make it. To be honest, I like him. I think he's a good player, but I, um. But like he must have known this is what it's going to be like, and it's going to be tough. And the only way he's going to do it is by working harder and harder to force his way in. And I don't know if yeah. he's he's got that mentality, or he might just take the easy route out, like uh, Jaden Sancho and that, and head off to Germany. It's not such a bad thing. I, I mean, I'd have, I wouldn't blame him at all. Yeah, I don't mean that as like no. when I'm saying not got the mentality. I mean whether he's gonna. I don't think he's got the patience. Yeah, patience. That's the word I was trying to think of. Yeah. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I don't. I, it'd be sad because I think the kid's got ability. I just think that I'd give it just one more season just to see, um, you know, because he's not going to get a better. T- you can see why he doesn't know because well, you know, unless one of Mane, Salah, or Firmino goes, what's his chances yeah. of getting a game? Yeah, but he's never going to get a better. Or Divi, um, or Shakiri, Shakiri, or Ox. Because they all play in the yeah, front he, three. There's ne- he's never going to get a better teacher. Lallana. I think. Yeah, all right, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying he it? plays uh, ahead of him in the team. So, you know, where's where does he get a chance? I can see, for uh, me, no, I can't right. see why he'd want to stay with us for now. It doesn't make sense uh, either to keep him when, when we've got that many options. No, and it just it seems like you're curtailing him uh, as well. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It's on, better for on, him to go out and get. On the flip side, um, you're not going to get a better uh, tutor than Klopp anywhere in world football. So that's a reason for him to stay. Yeah, true, true. And he's shown that he can improve them even when they're not playing. Because look at the you know what he can uh, bed them into the side with like Fabinho and Robertson. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's a tough one. I I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm on the fence about that, him staying or leaving. I mean, for his for his own career, I'd hope he stays. But you can see why he goes as well. But back to the original point, mate, I still think that in January, I mean, I'm not, say, I'm not advocating going out and spending 25 million on a right back that doesn't ever play. But if there's one loan, if there's a loan out there that would Im- not improve, but just but it wouldn't be someone no- who wouldn't play. That's the thing is, if you look at the Liverpool team, quite often Klopp rests Trent because he covers so I much don't... ground. He does rest him quite a fair bit. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that yeah, you're right. The, the fact that it wouldn't, I mean, you're not going to get somebody as good as Trent unless you go. I mean, who is there? 
There's not many. You just right? wouldn't, because there isn't anyone. Yeah. I, I know I did the top exactly. top ten right backs, and yeah. I put Kim Inch above him. But I did say in that that's only because I thought I might be being biased. But in my personal opinion, I do think Trent's the best there is. I mean, I've not seen yeah. anyone like him. But ten of uh, the, the most of those, uh, uh, I'd say eight or nine of those right backs won't come to Liverpool in January. So <laughs> they're not going. Why would they? I mean. <laughs> Exactly, you won't. I mean, you are what for the odd game, you won't. But what I'm saying is, if there's anybody out there who can just we can go and get what about Shidderby from uh, Everton? Oh no, because they've changed manager because he couldn't. Because I mean, he must have been fuming to get dragged off. Yeah, it does exactly, and he's barely had a look in before then. I mean, he played really well against uh, Leicester. Was it no? Was it Leicester? Yeah, Leicester. I thought he played very well against Leicester the game before that, but yeah. Anyway, no, um, I thought yeah, he's, so, I think he's actually a really good player, and I, d- I don't understand why I he wasn't so. playing ahead of Coleman because Coleman's legs look to have gone. God, even before he's gone. Yeah, I, he's, he's not half the player I, he was. I remember texting you saying um, it'd be interesting uh, Sidibe and uh, Robertson going out on uh, Derby. I remember mm. texting you that because I thought he was a. I think he's a fairly good player, mate. I think he can only get better. I think that's one of the reasons why, yeah, um, what's fair, Silver showed his cluelessness was the moment he took him off. When he's got two, he's got the two worst centre backs in, in uh, that I've seen in years at the back in Keane, apart from that Shane Duffy at Brighton, who never plays now. Apart from him, they got the two worst in Keane and Mina, who are both just a pair of tugboats, and he plays a high line. So he keeps them on and gets the Sidibe, who was playing. I mean, you know, you just, yeah. Mate, he was. That's why they got rid of him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it just showed what a clueless moron he is. Yeah. All right, mate. So, you do you think there will be uh, additions in January, or are you I hopeful? I don't expect anything to be honest. I, I think at this point, it's yeah. one of those where players look at it and go, "I'm not going to play." How am I going to get into that team right. when it's playing that well? I think our only right. th- the only thing um, I don't expect much to be done next summer either, because like unless people leave, the only thing I can see is I can see if we can get a work permit, I can see us bringing back Groyets. Yeah, he's pre- he's apparently uh, he's playing well in, in uh, for Berlin, right? Saying the uh, right things as well that a dream of playing for. Liverpool and stuff. Oh, I don't know. That's yeah. a bit of a to go back and play for Liverpool and that. So, mine said Gabigol, didn't he? He said that as well this week. So, and he scored twenty three goals so far this season. What's, yeah, but that's, what, to be what's, fair, that's um, back in Brazilian football, though, isn't it? Rather than top class, like exactly. Yeah, um, I say that. Um, what, what what position does uh, Gruich play now? Midfield, he's just a central midfielder. He's, I know this he's is essential, the, but was he box to box? He's a defensive midfielder, isn't he? He can play any of them, that's the thing. That's why I'm, he's just an all round central midfielder. And he seems to, very, you know, they seem to be moving him, you know, changing the way he plays. Yeah. You know, and he, that's would, why he's been a bit inconsistent. You know, he's had a bad game like this weekend because of it. I think it was this weekend or the weekend before, I can't remember. Might be midweek even because I've only. Yeah. Get so mixed up over dates at the moment. It's so busy with the football. Lose track of time when we're playing two games a week. It starts getting confusing. 
and the dimension doesn't help either. That well, that's sure. true, yeah. And uh, old age is just a bit, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know when I get there, mate. You were um, there years yeah, ago. I'd, <laughs> I'd have uh, definitely, definitely have Gruich back. I thought there was ability in him before he, when he came to us. So he's only gone, he's only gone and improved. So I think he'd be a really good player for uh, a really good squad player. Would you have a Gabby goal? Would you have that Gabby goal, like? I don't know, mate. I've not seen much of him play, to be honest with you. I mean... When he was I in really Italy, he was what terrible. But, you know, obviously, there's something there. So, I don't know. I'd... I just can't see where he'd play for us. Maybe a replacement for Ian Brewster for the League Cup team. <laughs> 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 where, else, more, <laughs> where else would he play? I mean, mate, I'd, I'd be more than happy for another Brazilian to come to Liverpool because they haven't done too bad. I know you love your Brazilians. Oh. Um, mate, on to the Salzburg game on Tuesday. Uh, I have no idea who he's going to pick. Um, seven <laughs> days ago. Could you imagine being the Salzburg manager? Yeah. How's he prepare? Uh, uh, What's his name? Sonny March or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Jesse Marsh. Yeah, Jesse Marsh, yeah. Seven days ago, the team would have picked itself, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, oh my God, who knows? Who knows? He could have Shakiri at left back. Yeah, and he'd probably pull out a worldie and deliver 13 crosses and every single one of them end up in a goal for the Rigi the way we're playing at the moment. Who'd be in goal, mate? Uh, yeah. Listen, <laughs> Listen, have we criminally underrated the ability of our squad players? Or is this just or is this luck that they stepped up and played well, or is it just Klopp being well, I think people under, I think it's a, a mix of Klopp doing well and people underrating players. I mean I've, the problem is when players don't play often you can they can go two ways. People either think that they're you know, say that they're crap because they don't see them, or they get massively overrated because you're at you know the team that's playing is playing badly. People start thinking that the other players must be better than that, and so they suddenly start rating them really highly. But when a team's playing really well, the ones who can't get in, well, they must be crap because they don't get a game. But it doesn't mean they're crap. It just means they're not getting a game. You know. And I think people just underrate them because they're not playing. How many teams would and, love to have a Rigi on their side? I mean, can you imagine if Everton had had a Rigi instead of Dominic Calvert Lewin? They might have actually scored. You know, they might have actually scored some goals. I'm not talking about against us. I'm talking about in general throughout the season. He'd have scored probably twice as many goals as Calvert Lewin this season. Easy. What three? I don't know how many did he score. Two, three. Um, so yeah, but you know yeah. what I mean. He'd score a lot more goals yeah. than Calvert Lewin would. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. And who wouldn't want to? Who wouldn't want a? Uh, I mean, Genie could be a bench player now. You know, it's like it's insane. It's 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 ridiculous. I mean, like I said, seven days ago, I was sure the the team picked itself. Um, yeah, Milner was, was a backup for a while. I mean, who wouldn't love Milner yeah. in their team? He could walk into any side in the Premier League almost. Pretty much. Pretty I much. think probably only Man City wouldn't because they they let him go. So well, Fernandinho, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think he. I think he's better than Gundogan and that that they've got. 
who's on the bench now. Uh, yeah, like Edward, yeah, well, he, he rotates the team as well, doesn't he, Pep? So, yeah. So it's a bit difficult to say and who's first team and who isn't with them. So I would give it the players stepping up. So a lot of credit goes to the players who've been on the bench and not been in the squad. They've they've not lost um, heart. They've still they're still yeah. giving it hundred percent because they could easily uh, come on. Locked... They could have easily sulked and then come on and not given their all. Strong, yeah. Exactly, exactly, which we expected, I don't know, sometimes Shakiri to do so, but he hasn't. And you've got to get, I mean, props to Klopp as well. I mean, he, like you alluded to earlier, he's he's blind, he, he's got players playing in a system rather than individuals, and when they're needed, they're stepping up. Yeah, and, and they know what they're doing. They know what they've got to do. They're not going in there and, like, you can see some teams where the players, when they make changes... All the players are just looking at each other. I remember when. Do you remember when, when Brendan Rodgers and they were all like looking at each other? What are we doing now? What are we doing? And then they're all looking at the bench, asking for instructions because none of them knew what to do. But you don't ever see that. I mean, when we went behind under Brendan Rodgers, and I don't mean to have it. I'm not doing this as a dig at Brendan Rodgers because I'm just using this as because he's the easiest to remember. You know, the first the man before, so it's the easiest example for people yeah. to remember. You'd see them, we went behind, and all the players would be looking at the bench for instructions because they didn't know what to do. We go behind now, nobody looks at the bench, they just go out and score. That's what they do. They just go out and they score to get it back. And then they go and And score again. And they just keep going and going and going until we've won the game. And that's it. And that's testament to, uh, to players, reserve players or bench players, Working hard in training, listening in training, the squad. Yeah, exactly. They're doing, they're doing their job. So they're doing what they're meant to be doing. They're learning every day. They're in work and they're learning every day, and they're doing a job. It's. I mean, you've got to say well done to Klopp as well. He's performing miracles virtually. He really is because they've still got to. You've still got to inspire these guys. You've still got to cajole these guys on a daily basis, you know what I mean? And for him to do that, in the run we're going on, obviously Klopp deserves all the plaudits. He really does. But those players deserve a lot as well. Um, Mate, we got Watford on Saturday. Uh, Nigel Pearson's first game in charge. So I'm sure they'll use some roughhouse tactics. uh, Will there be any ostrich talk or anything? Yeah. <laughs> what was that comment he made? I have no mate. He's he he became r- really bitter at the end. Well, his you know, lad, his lad like, made the racist comments. Remember when they were in Thailand? Yeah, but the thing is that he became very bitter at the end at Leicester. He's a bit of a he, knob uh, anyway. To be fair, Pearson, he was always a thug. Yeah, and that's how his teams play as well. So if we can avoid the attempted murder tackles and the GBH, I think we could win on Saturday. We should have more too much for them, but maybe they'll have that bounce. So uh, let's hope that it doesn't count for anything. I don't know. You know what? He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's inspired me to bounce. You know what I mean? Mate. He doesn't have that personality, mate. does he? So I. No, but he seems a bit sour. But the thing is, players wanted, the Watford players asked for an English coach till the end of the season at least. That's what they wanted. And I'd have thought that there would have been 
He's just been else, sacked by a second division I, Belgian side. I mean, you think they could get somebody a bit better, but then who's going to take the Watford I, job? But there's plenty of plenty of managers who? there that'll take who'd take a Watford job months. knowing that you're going to get sacked in a few months' time. I mean, you know, you've got to be in, you've got to be in it just for a bit of money and not worried about your reputation you or go. anything, have you? There's plenty. There's plenty. Of I'm saying no. I'm saying there's nobody in. better. But you know what I mean. I'm talking about like top end coaches, like a decent coach. There's just nobody they're going to get. They've... Do you know what, mate? You might laugh. You might laugh, right? But why has George Graham not been given a job again? Uh, his problem um, was because he got he got uh, kicked out for cheating. Remember, you know, for the backhanders and that. Yeah, but oh yeah, but God, you don't know. He got exposed. I mean, who? Yeah, we know of loads of them do it, but they didn't get caught. Yeah, they didn't get you know, didn't get um, actually fined. I mean, Sam Allardyce. I'm going to sue the BBC. Well, why the hell haven't you, Harry Redknapp? I'm going to sue the BBC when they exposed them. Neither of them have because they're both guilty of sin. Yet they still get jobs. It's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. I mean. George Graham was because he's not a very well-liked person. That's the problem. He's not very what? Well-liked. He's not, you know, he's not, he's not one of the clique. It's a clique, isn't it, you know? He wasn't one of them. I mean, I think that's, yeah, I can understand that. But what I'm saying is, is that he's paid his dues. I mean, I'm very, I'm very, very surprised that nobody's given him a job. Even uh, if it's just as a, t- you know, ask him to come in and do some work with the t- defences. Yeah. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. I remember he did some stuff after he'd like gone out of the game. He did some stuff on yeah. Sky and he was doing, you know, work going through how he, and it was brilliant. It was eye-opening stuff. He's He knows his stuff, you know what I mean? Of course, yeah. And he knows how to drill a defence. I would be, I mean, he'd be, say, somewhere brilliant, like somewhere like, Watford or uh, Everton till the end of the season. Yeah, or, um, or someone like Bournemouth. I mean, if Eddie Howe brought him in, they might actually keep a clean sheet. And go up the table, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's criminal. Yeah. That way. I mean, maybe there's, there's there's more to it that we don't know like about. Like I said, but... he's not very well liked, so... Gotcha. And I would have thought Wenger would have got a job by now as well. He has. He's working for FIFA. Yeah, I mean, a coaching job. No, he decided... He was... Thinking it over, he turned down a few. He got off, but the problem is, he's an old man, and most of the ones that were offering him weren't like ones that he was interested in. If you see what I mean, yeah, yeah, there was yeah, nothing that was it. really of interest to him at his age. He's in his seventies, and they were all like, "Is he going to have it in him to carry on?" Yeah, you know what I mean? Seventy-one. Yeah, yeah. and so he, um, and mate, so FIFA come in and offered him a technical director's role, and he's taken it. It, it took him, you know, he thought it over for about six, eight months, you know, before taking it. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't take a national team on for the World Cup. That would have been yeah, uh, yeah. He could have. I mean, I'm sure one of them would have loved him. Yeah, exactly, mate. What's going on with Matip? What's happening with his injury? What's the story there? He's still, he's, he's just had a few setbacks, hasn't he? Not ready yet. Um, is his scan? What is what does his scan um, reveal? Was there any uh, damage, or does he need surgery, or is he going to be back I soon? Last I heard or? was just before the game. Sorry, I'm trying to find how long they said they did put a date on it. They said, "Oh yeah, right, he should be back training in two weeks." They were saying then, but it's obviously he's got to get back fitness then. Oh, that's going to take another two weeks. 
at least, maybe at even least, a so month. We so yeah, you're talking like it'll like, probably January. be the end of January, February. Yeah, yeah, because he's got to get back to uh, uh, f- f- a Premiership fitness, and that's uh, that's not going to be easy. Man, I don't know the amount of games we got. He could come on, you know, late substitutions or playing like League Cup game or something. Fingers crossed, because he was playing well before he got injured, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to add, mate, before we call it a day, a night? Ooh, for us, I am on Liverpool, and uh, nothing I can think of. Just trying to think. No, nothing I can think of, anyway. I think that's it. With, right, I think we're well, done on that one. Yeah, so I'm going to love you and leave you, and we'll see you next we'll Tuesday. We'll get on to the next one. <laughs> see you <laughs> next Tuesday. <laughs>